And we are live. Welcome to Games Talk Live with, of course, myself, Jay Fonzarelli. Today I'm joined by Ramon Terrell, my good friend Ramon Terrell, and my other good friend, Mr. Randall Thor19. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Fonz? What's going on, Ramon? Hey, hey what's happening, here? everybody? You know exactly why we're here, people. We're here because of Xbox's showcase that just happened. And uh, I just want to say I loved it. I loved it. Um, we're going to talk about the showcase today and really get in a deep dive here, okay, for the next hour. And this is why it's a special E3 presentation here from Games Talk Live. And I didn't want to do it without uh, Randall Thor19, of course, because he has been the, the man with the million, um, <laughs> the Xbox ambassador for so long. And of course, my good friend Ramon here is just a, a great gamer um and uh friend and i just wanted to talk about these games with people that i really enjoy the company uh of being around and uh yeah so let's start it off guys by talking about the pacing of this show guys i think that was really the, the the star of the show is the pacing the pacing was excellent what do you guys think about this ramon what what, what did you think about the pacing well from uh my perspective uh, the man with the 500 uh i actually <laughs> I thought it was really good. Like I liked how they, you know, as far as the pacing goes, it didn't linger too long on any one thing. We didn't have like, you know, five minute interviews. They went straight to the games. I mean, whether it was CGI, which, you know, no, I'm not particularly fond of, but still, you know, if it was a CGI trailer, they did it, maybe a little talk and then they in game right engine the though. One. So Starfield was in game engine. So it's, oh not, yeah, yeah. Starfield. Yeah, yeah. 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 When they started that. Yeah. Uh, Rand, what do you think about the pacing, brother? I mean, the pacing really stands out as excellent simply yeah. because we've kind of watched Summer Games Fest and we've watched the Ubisoft show <laughs> and we can see how constantly cutting back to talking heads and having musical interludes or having a celebrity <laughs> who doesn't want to be there can ruin the flow of a show, right? Yes. So Xbox kept it simple. You start the show off with God Howard, right? gives a nice little preamble boom sarah bond comes out you know nails down the exclamation that's exclusive short and to the point you know mm -hmm. um pete hines comes out talks about bethesda for a couple couple minutes boom you're into the games and end with phil right yep. like it was done perfectly in that regard for the presentation the pacing and honestly i hope that's kind of the format they follow for future shows i know they want to do live things eventually like next year yeah. but the less talking the better in my opinion and that's why i thought this show was extremely solid like one of their better e3 showings in quite some time probably better than most all the shows from last gen yep uh right up there with 2018 which i think was the best e3 show uh xbox has had um so i think this yeah. one beats it for me Okay, yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to have different opinions. Yeah, about exactly. This stuff, and, you know, we're going to get into what Brigadier's Blue has said in the super chat. Halo is back, baby. Bungie vibes through and through. I agree with that. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But for right now, I just want to focus on some things. Uh, the pacing was freaking excellent. Like, it was the best paced uh, game show that I've seen in a while. It's It's been a while since I've seen just game after game after after game and i've been saying it lately a lot saying i don't want to see all the theatrics anymore like i'm i'm tired of all the concerts and like hey let's bring out freaking you know weezer and let them play a song or whatever it's like it's cool but i'm here as a gamer to see games and i and that's what i want and i was really happy to see them take note and do that because i think part of this is uh that they are they are listening to fans they are listening to fans about these shows um, and also the other part I would say, and I think you would agree with this, uh, Rand, is that maybe Bethesda has rubbed off on him a bit. Maybe this is coming from Bethesda a bit here. Maybe I mean, they did maybe. start with Todd. They did yeah. start with Todd coming out. They did. And I think they, they really wanted to hammer home the exclusive because that was a debate. I don't know why it was a debate since September when it was just like, oh, it's coming. It's like, no, it's not. And we were out there, Fonz, banging the drum, being like, nah, you don't do... Well, we don't need to get into it, but like, I think they wanted to tell everybody from the top, like, no, dude, Starfield, Redfall, exclusive. So yeah. it sets the groundwork for everything Bethesda is going to do. So exclusive. Now that's exclusive. That's, right? that's, that's, you know, we've been banging that drum for a while. You're right. 
I mean, it, Bethesda games are going to be exclusive, these big games anyway, outside of like, you know, the ESO, you know, the online games and stuff like that. Of course, they're going to keep them over with the PlayStation guys as well. But these single player exclusive, uh, these single player Bethesda games will remain or will be exclusive, I should say. Can I just um, say how much I love your setup, by the way? Like I, I dig it, the little doom thing in the corner, like your little the little change of thing. Yeah, over I can there change all that stuff too with an app on my phone. The Xbox so light yeah. and the PlayStation yeah. Halo thing with, with all your Master mixes, Chief. You know, yeah. Yeah. your setup is amazing. Like I appreciate. I wish it, I could build one like that. Myself. If well, I could, you, if you I know could what, build you one could. like that, you know, I'd be on camera too. You, you could, brother, because this is in a small little tiny closet under the stairs. My studio mm. is under the stairs, people. Like it's it's tiny, but. I make do with what I got. I've got a silent fan going in here now, so I feel much cooler now than I used to in the past because I've got a lot of lighting in here. You don't realize that these lights are just beaming on me and it gets hot. But anyway, enough about the studio, but I appreciate that, Rand. Uh, so, Ramon, uh, give me your overall thoughts on uh, just the whole, you know, vibe of the show, the Xbox show. Did you, did you feel that... Um, they showed enough for you. Oh, I can't hear you. You're muted. How about now? Now I can hear you. Okay. No, I was saying they didn't show the gunk. It was trash. No, um, seriously. <laughs> yeah, no. I know you've been waiting for that. He's <laughs> no, the one no. guy that was waiting for the gunk, guys. The one <laughs> the guy The only out there. person with my fist up in the air talking about the gunk. Yeah. I'm the only one. Just like Knack. Knack and the gunk. I'm the only person. Yeah. But um, no, man. I, like, I still have last summer fresh in my mind so when i watched this like i didn't go into it thinking oh, okay let's see if they don't mess it up i never go into a show thinking that i went into the show thinking okay i'm gonna assume they've learned you know maybe they have maybe they haven't but let's see what they got and i i, I walked away happy i mean yeah you know the starfield it was in engine and i mean i get what an engine means um i don't it's still falls slightly above the realm of cgi trailer for yeah. me so I, I mean yeah like what i saw looked cool but it didn't i don't yeah I, I still don't know if it represents what i'm gonna have when i'm when i got the controller in my hands but that said they showed a good number of games and a good handful of those that i actually want to play and i'm not gonna even i'm not i'm not gonna even front i stood up and pounded my chest when i saw forza horizon 5. like that looked good didn't it that game is the racing game that i have been wanting wanting for years well the whole forza franchise is what i've wanted for years like it comes the closest to like the cruising usa thing where you start in one area and you finish somewhere else and you're not on a hamster wheel you know what i mean yeah so like i already I would say the, uh, the Forza franchise was the uh, the biggest thing that I wanted to get when I first came into Xbox uh, late last year. So like I'm I'm happy with the show, very happy with it. Yeah. So what about you, Rand? The overall you know presentation they, did they show enough for you? Yeah. I mean, this was exactly what I uh, not to toot my own horn, but if you go watch my prediction video, I mean, I nailed pretty much all of it. So this was exactly what I expected, right? And um, it was good, man. Like, Game Pass is the focus, clearly. Thir uh, 27 of the 30 games shown come in Game Pass. I mean, you even got a big title like Plague's Tale 2 already announced to come to Game Pass. And did that one. look incredible? Did yeah, it looked look great. Incredible? The first yeah, game, yeah. Sleeper Hit, everybody should play it. So that game's coming out next year, and you already know it's Game Pass. You got something like Back for Blood. Mm -hmm. uh, looks a lot of fun coming to Game Pass yep. Day One. Yeah, kind of like Left for Dead. Yeah, yeah, Left Left for Dead. It seemed like all these developers all of a sudden realized they missed Left for, Left for Dead and wanted to make a Left for Dead game, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like Microsoft's like, listen, here's the games coming this holiday, so we know Psychonauts Two looks good. Oh my gosh, Forza Horizon Five. That one. Yeah. Forza Horizon Five looked incredible. Oh, it did. You know, uh, the demo they did. Uh, I wish Halo got a date, but honestly, Halo impressed me so much like that mm. let's get into that let's get it, into halo infinite talk here yeah so okay look halo is my favorite franchise like nice. nothing compares to it to me for me so when i watched that cutscene with master chief and him talking to the ai i literally i'm not exaggerating i i chills bro combine that with the music and my favorite franchise i was just like i want to play this now and then they showed the multiplayer which you know i'm a huge multiplayer guy for halo and and other other there are other games out there i love but like i love me halo multiplayer 
And that looked a lot of fun with the addition of the grappling hook and how that changes some of the combat dynamics. Yes. I am so pumped for Halo. Hustle and Motivate. Xbox is on a mission. Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, shout out to you, Hustle. Yeah. yeah shout out to Hustle, out, and, Hustle. and Motivate. Uh, if you're not following him, follow him. Great content creator. He also streams. Uh, I really enjoy him. Uh, check him out. Uh, also, uh, when it comes to Halo, uh, look, that multiplayer, I haven't played Halo multiplayer in some years. Like, I dabbled with Halo 4 and 5 multiplayer here and there, but I didn't really get into it. This one makes me want to go back and really dive in, uh, Rand. It, it looks that freaking good. It gives me a lot of Bungie vibes, like uh, like even some Destiny vibes. I'll say that, too. Like, it honestly makes me want to go back and, and, and start playing that again, multiplayer. Uh, but not just the multiplayer. I thought the what they showed of the trailer of Master Chief and how he looked opposed to what he looked like in the first outing that we saw him in last year. The armor, the, the wear and tear on it, the lighting that was so much improved that it made the game really look like a top tier game. Shout out to Colt Eastwood for saying that it wouldn't look top tier. <laughs> I disagree. Was Colt wrong? Are you saying Colt was wrong? Uh, Colt was wrong. Mm. Uh, Ramon. What about Halo Infinite, brother? What would you think? So it hit differently for me for a number of reasons. I am a uh, 2020 Xbox owner. So I didn't come up on Halo. I didn't play Halo. I played uh, Combat Evolved for the first time several months ago. Yes. So I'm still like moving my way through the franchise. So it doesn't have the same impact on me as it does, like, say, you guys. I thought that it looked good. The... I need to i'm not going to comment on the graphics until i can go back and watch it after they upload the 4k stream because you know yeah it's the, up the, the, it's the, up oh, okay it looks up. good it looks really good okay i'm gonna go back and look at it again because i was watching it and i'm like uh i gotta come see this again when they upload it in 4k because it didn't obviously it didn't look good like you know on the live stream multiplayer i don't typically play a lot of that said i thought that it did look fun i thought the multiplayer did look fun um I can't comment on the bungee vibes or anything because like i say i'm i yeah, just played yeah. the first one like several months ago but i thought it looked fun and if the campaign i'm a big campaign person if if they can string together a good story then i'm well i mean i'm probably going to be all in anyway because i've already started the franchise but yeah if they can put together a good story and have a good campaign then i'm definitely in because even as bad as it looked last year like i thought it still looked fun the graphics were might have been rough but i'm looking at it and i'm like okay yeah, it doesn't look that great but the, the the uh the gameplay looks fun so i definitely like what i saw from you know yeah that aspect. well when you check out that 4k stream you'll definitely see a big difference from last okay. year to now I, I, i'm sure do you think the same rand definitely a difference there right lighting the, yeah uh, yeah the aesthetics totally. of the suit yeah um, that, and and what you said rand the the grappling hook it does bring a whole new dynamic to the game, especially like in multiplayer. You saw him grapple up to that uh, yeah. that flying ship and, and take yeah. the guy out, jump in there, and uh, th that kind of stuff is going to be fun. That the only really disappointing thing about it was we don't know when it's coming. So Holiday. Holiday it, it's, 2021. It's, it's, it's interesting yeah. when you have a release date for Starfield that's a year and a half from now, and we don't have a release date for Halo Infinite, which is supposed to be... Anywhere between September and November, okay. right? Or now, December? Now, yes. And now they're saying that the game, because a lot of speculation was out there saying that the Halo multiplayer and the campaign would not ship together. That is not true. Yeah, they are going to ship together. Which is uh, the right decision to do. Which is the right yeah, decision. Yeah. Um, Holiday, though, just saying a blanket statement like Holiday 2021 really doesn't give us much. However, maybe they're waiting to see on what else is going to be available or when they're well, dropping yeah I don't so it's know. like we look at it her forza, forza horizon which oddly is coming out in november yeah right normally there's september october you have battlefield and back for blood in october so i can't imagine halo coming out in october so to me the only two months that make sense are september and november right we know cod is probably going to be in november maybe there is some legitimacy to those september rumors and mm. maybe Microsoft. May, may, all right, let me give let me give you kind of something I'm thinking about. Or maybe they didn't say the date because internally they're targeting September, but they don't know if they can make it yet. Right. So they just say holiday 2021, 
and they're targeting September. And at some point in a month or two, they announce it. It's coming yeah. September. But if they can't make September and they have to delay it, they could still put it out in November. And it's not delayed because they never gave a date. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they trying to make sure and have it all locked down to see if they could uh, hit, a, hit, hit an earlier release date. That's at least kind of what I'm thinking at this moment. Um, yeah. I could be completely wrong. And uh, uh, like, you I might be right. I don't think it's going to slip to next year, though. I know. No, I don't think so either. I think they've got to bring it out this year. Uh, Shout out to FZ Violent. No, I didn't skip you. Uh, It's just uh, I saw it. Salamat, everyone. He says, "King of Shooters is back, Chief." Yes, you are right. Also, I got another one for Halo here from the General C saying, "Halo, my Halo worries are now settling. Halo looks fire." Yeah, mine too, man. We'll have to see how the story pans out because you know, again, this is a three-four-three game. But they do have a lot of ex Bungie employees, so it, that's it. That, that's still a good thing, you know. We we just have to see if it was just management, you know, that was the problem with the Halo Five campaign, like how that you know panned out. I, I don't know. We'll see. But I, all I know is the gameplay looks fire. Can't wait to play. And there are uh, people in the chat just you know saying like Geezer Prime. I don't have enough time to play all of these Dude, games. Seriously, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna be homeless trying to play all these games, man. especially you know, 27, 27 of these games drop in Game Pass day one, like that and then right once there. Once a month, yeah. So the thing is, like, and that's the thing, Rand. We don't have to wait until you know 2023 when most of these games are going to be dropping. Uh, I'm not talking about this show, but most of their first party games. Um, there's a lot of games coming out this year. Uh, not just first party, but, you know, multi-plots too that are going day one in Game Pass as well. I, I really think that's gr- a great thing. What do you guys think about that? Rand, I'll start with you there. Uh, really quickly, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, Fonz, uh, but Jeff Keeley has his poll out, you know, for how people thought about the show. Yeah. Right? And I just saw it, and I voted, and there's 40,000 votes with 44% saying it was an A. 44% saying it was an A show. Yeah. And, it was uh, an A to me. Yeah. It was 32% an a to me. saying it's a B. So, what is that? 76% basically say it's an A or a B. Yeah. That's a remarkable improvement from it last is. year and 2019. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember how much we hated 2019? Remember yeah. getting on RDX oh, right after that? We were I like, know. bro, <laughs> what the heck was up with that? Yeah. And then remember just last year with the Halo showing, we got on there and we're like, what are, what are they yeah. doing with Halo? Like, look at it. Okay. And, I, I got a question. How did 2019 compare to 2020 for you guys? Because uh, I wasn't around this scene. It was pretty bad. I, I like 2020 more, but yeah, 2019 was, was just such an utter disappointment. It was so terrible. It was so bad. And that was like the last E3 we got, because in 2020, yeah. of course, it was canceled. We had shows, but it wasn't E3. Um, but yeah, that 2019 show was <laughs> dog crap, uh, according to a lot of us. Um, and, you know, again, Rand, I, I just asked you a question. Um, about Game Pass, right? About Game Pass. Yeah. Most of these games dropping into yeah. Game Pass, multiplats, all this stuff. We've got games coming out this year. That is an excellent thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody can say now. Xbox got no games. Oh, they'll try okay. to. They'll try to. Fonz. Yeah, it's it's that's that's no no no. Way. They're gonna say Xbox got no good games. That's what. Ah uh, yeah. Oh, or Xbox has no ninety five Metacritic games and Game of the Year winners and oh really? They got so, no games this year. And so, it's just Halo and Gears and hmm, Forza. You okay, know? so hey, uh, so Horizon games aren't ninety plus Metacritic scores. Those don't count for whatever reason. Oh, they don't. They're count. racers. Oh, they're racing count. games. They're okay. they're niche. Yeah, they're niche. But, but then but then but then you know their game. Their uh, what, what is it over there? That's Delayed, by the way, their racing game. Mm. Uh, that one, uh, Gran Turismo 7, that one's always counted. Well, so. it only counts for PlayStation. doesn't count yeah, for Xbox. I know, I know. But no, I mean, okay, we've said it before. Game Pass is the platform, right? The console is just kind of a way to access it. Uh, it's clearly Microsoft's main focus, and it's going to change the industry. Look at it, like every 30 of the 27 games ended with played on Game Pass day one, right? So not only do you have the big hitters like Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon 5, future titles like Starfield and Redfall all hitting Game Pass. You also have bigger third-party titles like Back for Blood and uh, Plague's Tale hitting Game Pass day one. But then you also have the smaller indie titles. You know, we have we have Hades, which was a Game of the Year contender finally coming to Xbox 
come on day one game pass. We have Summerfield from one of the creators of Playdead or the founders of Playdead who did Inside and Limbo. That game's coming first to Xbox Game Pass, right? Everything's Game Pass. That is their focus. That is how they're going to um, uh, change, uh, you know, people's perceptions of Xbox, right? Because yeah. it's just like, look at all this content I'm getting for essentially $10 a month or, you know, a dollar if you subscribe at certain yeah. points. And it's just, it's never ending. They just, it's like a buffet line that keeps on adding more and yeah. more. And when, you know, when we get closer and closer to these bigger games, because I know you want to hear more about Fable. You want to see Avowed. You know, we all want to see Perfect Dark. And like, yeah, we know those games are coming. We know those morsels are coming in the future. But Game Pass and all these announcements for this year and next year are going to keep us fed so when we get to those games, it's just going to be a complete overload. And it's like, finally, it's all here. The things that Xbox has been building and trying to do since 2017, it's tangible. It's right here on the horizon. Yeah, and, you know and I, mean? I think what's good about that, to piggyback off that, is the fact that, you know, these Game Pass games are, you know, look, these games, they've got so many games that you mentioned there, like uh, Perfect Dark, like um, uh, Hellblade 2, uh, avowed games that we didn't see today just imagine future shows that we're going to get because i think that if they especially if they keep the same format where they're going game after game and they're not doing all the theatrics this is really going to be a positive thing for xbox going forward with all these shows it you know uh because th you're right they didn't show a lot of games that we know about already and this is what i was saying going into this show i was like you know i'm not even worried i'm going into the show happy I want to see, you know, what they're doing. But at the same time, I know what they're doing. I know there's a lot of games coming. It's not a big deal. This show is going to be a decent show because I know what they have coming are some big titles that I'm looking forward to. Now, Ramon, I got to kind of change this up for you a bit because you don't have Game Pass. But do you think this that there's anything there or maybe you see a trend here with Xbox that might, you, might get you into Game Pass in the future or... Well, I'll, uh, I want to uh, kind of use something Rand said and lead straight into your question. Okay. Okay, sorry. Um, so Rand said that uh, the moves they're making are changing the perception of Xbox. And I am a perfect example of that. Like, I largely didn't really pay Xbox attention up until this gen. I mean, even the, three, the height of the 360 that had the best third-party ports for most of like almost the entire generation and i still didn't really pay much attention because i just had no interest in it and then this gen all of the moves that they were making i mean i had no interest in game pass at the time but all of the moves they were making i'm like okay i believe them now like i really believe mm -hmm. them and even though the xbox one generation wasn't very good the fact that their hardware wasn't breaking down as much as the 360, I was like, okay, you know, they, they've got the hardware down, you know, and I'm looking at all the studios they're buying and I'm looking at all of the titles, you know, that they have planned and stuff they haven't announced. Okay, I'm willing to take a step of faith now. I've seen, you know, what they're going to do. And then Game Pass. I, I, for the longest time, thought Game Pass was an excellent deal that I had no interest in because one my backlist is ridiculous and it, you know, it's barely yeah. like, you know, I'm trying to chop it down, but then I'm seeing this show and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not ready for game pass yet because I need to finish up the games that I have. You know, I'm not going to just have like a library of unplayed games, but once I get that under control, then I for sure see myself being in game pass because there's, there's, wow. Yeah. I don't that's, see that's big. any, yeah. Like for me, because I was that's just big like, for you. Yeah. Yeah. It was always a service that I thought was cool, but that I had no use for. And although I still like to buy, uh, you know, buy games like certain games, like the hard hitters and everything, but you can't buy everything. So there's definitely a lot of games in there that I would use game pass for, not because I don't think they're good enough to buy, but because I mean, even if I was a millionaire and could buy them all, I don't even have the time for them all. So, yeah, you know, it's I'm definitely and, sold on it for when I'm ready for it. And that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, or they'll, or they'll say they'll look at my, you know, uh, this uh, my gamer score that I have now with this account that I have. And they'll say, well, I'm looking at how many games you played and stuff and you don't finish all of them. Well, you know, that's the beauty of Game Pass. I have a lot of games here that I try in Game Pass. And I may not finish them because 
you know, I, I might not like them or I might not have the time for them because I'm on to something else anyway. But just the fact that I'm able to try these games, you know, some of these indie titles as well that uh, may or may not appeal to me, who knows, until I try them. Exactly. Uh, you know, that's that's great about Game Pass. We, there's so much coming into Game Pass that it, it's crazy, to, you know, the amount of games that are going to be there. And I couldn't imagine spending that much money on each game. Dude, like, I'd insane. go broke. You'd I mean, insane. it's insane, and I'm a cheap bastard, you know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so overall, like, what would you say, Ramon, is it was the favorite game for you of this show? Like, what, what did you see that really stood out, I should say? I'm going to go with Forza Horizon 5. Like, I I haven't played a racing game since the... the uh, what was the last racing game I played? I think it was Drive Club, which was an excellent game that just got... It just didn't get a fair shot for what it did. And Forza, you know, I, I would say Forza is the number one franchise that Xbox had that I used to salivate for before I got an Xbox you know yeah and like i played through one and it was just freaking like fantastic and i'm playing through two and uh just a quick sidebar i'm playing through two and then uh you know when when the uh the the leader of the festival greets you and it's my buddy sean and i'm just like holy shit so you know i did this message and i'm like i'm playing i'm I'm playing forza and you come out and greet me and he's like you know he's like oh that makes the 500 lines i did worth it you know so yeah you know so forza 2 has a special place for me just for that but just the the open world racing the graphics the the freedom and just the creativity that goes into that franchise so when i saw i still haven't made my way to to three yet much less four and then seeing five i'm pretty much in a mode now that i need to finish all the other forces before i get to five because five is the one multiplayer where i would jump into multiplayer and race my friends because i'm i'm pretty damn good so damn it it looked it looked amazing it cool. looked amazing. Yeah, there was that one section that they were showing where uh, it looked like they were taking like real life video of the yeah. river, and and I thought, you know, that's just a, like a splash screen or something. And then they showed the gameplay going yeah. right through that river, and I was like, oh man, look at that! It it looked insane. Man, I couldn't I, believe how good it looked. I looked at that and almost started crying, dude. It, was just, it just yeah. looked amazing. It looked amazing. So I would say, that, that and I have to say that and Flight Simulator looked really incredible too. Yeah, Flight Simulator looks incredible. It's 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 not for it, me personally, but it no, looks it's not for amazing. But it looks it amazing. Looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I want to dabble with Flight Simulator. I won't say I'll sit there and put a lot of hours into, but I will dabble with Flight Simulator since it's in Game Pass. I will be you know going towards different storms that may be active at the time because that's the cool things you could do. Like you yeah. could read the re- yeah. weather reports if something's going on, go out that way and you could see you know what's going on and play through it. And it's pretty interesting. And you can play it like an arcade-style flight, you know, game. You don't have to be sim all the way. Rand, oh, what did you cool. think? What, cool. what was your favorite uh, of the show? Like, what what game did you think really stood out to you? What game really stood out to me? I mean, I would normally say Halo because you know, oh my yeah, favorite it stood out all. though. It did um, stand out. I will say what stood out to me was Redfall. Like the oh, that's interesting. Co-op, like it's an interesting choice to end on, right? I think it really is, and um, I think it could be it could be polarizing to some. Yeah, the look, I love Arcane. I will play any game they make, and I know some people are a little bit worried that this is like a Left for Dead game, but I I read something where like this is your typical Arcane immersive sim, but just like single player or co-op. So it's like the games they oh, always make. At so least it's or co-op. You can play yeah, single, single player, player or co-op. Oh, At least that's, uh, yeah, that's great, what I was that's what I hear. was reading. So. Um, and, and, and we know, we heard the rumors, it was Project Omen, it was vampires. And I was like, yeah. I don't really, I, I thought we were going to play as vampires or something. So when it came and it had that really, really different art style and you're not playing as vampires, it really caught my attention for that. And I was just like, okay, this isn't exactly what I was expecting. So I would say Redfall was probably one that's like, when I think about like, it sticks out most of my mind right now. And, and then if I probably had to pick another one i would say uh i forget the name of it it was um it was this really cool looking uh like 16-bit game uh 
that okay it was like cyberpunk looking like in cyberpunk a way. looking but it was yeah platformer uh removed yeah. was it there's, there's something with an r i forget the it's name the of one it. where he shot the guy in the back of the head yeah and it was like really, that, yeah that, that, that looks really cool. oh and i will say like i dug that stalker the atmosphere oh, in stalker 2 that's yeah like i'm not i'm not a, I, I, I haven't played stalker i, I don't know much about stalker ramon said no um, yeah, I no, do I love me do some Metro, so it reminded me a lot about Metro. Yes, Metro it does. Series. So when I was watching the gameplay, I'm like, okay, you just sold me on Stalker 2, like yeah. seeing that stuff. So Exactly. And you know what? Let's, let's go ahead and uh, you know back up a bit and talk about Redfall a minute here because By that was clearly... People are saying the name replaced. of that game was replaced. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Redfall was clearly w- one of the games that a lot of people did really enjoy seeing a, a bit of. Uh, not gameplay, of course. This was all just like CGI and stuff. But th- the thing is about this game, I think w- that was cool is the acting, the atmosphere, the um, the dialogue and everything was really cool. Uh, I really f- like it felt like it was going to be an enjoyable game. Like it it, it looks like it's going to be. I thought it was going to be a Left 4 Dead thing, too. That's really all I thought it was. And I was good with that. I was like, yeah, I could see myself picking this up and playing, you know, with Rand or Ramon or Dealer, whoever, and just playing it. But uh, you saying now that this could be single player as well, that that puts another, you know, spin onto it. I yeah. think Redfall looks like it could be a definite hit. We just have to see some more gameplay. But I like the fact that they were changing levels. Like, you can go to the roof. There was magic used. There was, like, all sorts of things being done. Yeah. That like felt that cool, you know. You had powers and stuff, now, and and guns. Masarek says, "Can't wait to see the show in 4K." I think it's out there, bud. Go watch it. I know the trailers are in 4K. I've seen them. Um, but yeah, so Redfall looks really cool. Um, what do you think about Redfall, Ramon? I thought Redfall looked like i can't remember like it gave me a vibe that i i uh i can't remember what it was when i was watching it but it looked i really liked the concept a lot i like that it can be uh co-op or uh campaign and you know the different characters they have abilities you know they have different abilities as well so i thought that was a really nice touch and yeah like i mean you know it i mean you know the cgi uh trailers gives you the concept of what you're going to be doing so i mean from what i saw I'm definitely interested, so I'm uh, curious to see what the gameplay is going to look like because it looks fun. Yeah. Well, it looks like it could be fun. Chet Sandberg with a $3 super chat says, Ayuden, I'm not sure how you say that game, but I remember seeing it. That was That's the one with Ryzen. It, it was the game. Uh, it made him sit up and say, wow. Again, that was a game that was sort of p- half pixel art, half like yeah. real textures. Like it looked really cool uh, for a JRPG. Like it. That, that's what it was, I think, right? JRPG? I think so. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, so. it looked really cool, and I think that's the game that was in Kickstarter not too long ago, and uh, apparently uh, Microsoft picked it up, put it in Game Pass. That's that's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, the other game you mentioned, Rand, that happened to be my standout was Stalker Two. You know, Stalker Two. I've been watching a lot of game play on the first game, and you know that being on PC and stuff, I didn't play it. I don't have a PC to play it, but. I've been watching a lot of footage because I was anticipating Stalker 2. It reminded me of like that Metro Exodus style, you know, gameplay and aesthetic. Uh, it blew me away, though, with how good it looked. Uh, it, it's going to look amazing on the Series X. Um, uh, I, w- were you blown away by the way it looked, at least, uh, Ramon? Like, I thought it looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it looked absolutely incredible. I mean, you know the atmosphere the like just the acting like the the acting everything like everything about it looks just fantastic like you know i won't be playing it ever <laughs> but i thought it looked fantastic now tell everybody why you won't be playing it oh no i don't do horror i don't yeah do he don't do horror <laughs> he don't, don't do, do horror. horror i don't do horror at all yeah i i could appreciate some of that but <laughs> yeah uh stalker 2 is definitely a game i've been looking forward to and now even more so because i love the metro exit uh the metro series uh, Exodus was incredible. Uh, the gameplay felt a, li- a little bit sloppy in that game, but the visuals were so good, and I got used to the controls, and I really love that game, and I, I like that series a lot. What about you, Rand? Uh, Stalker 2, what do you think about the graphics? I mean, it looks great. 
looks great. That their whole presentation uh, just sold the game to me, and it was it was cool that it was second. Yeah, right. They do Starfield, yeah. and then they go on the Stalker Two um, release date early next year, which is great. I believe it was like April twenty eighth. Um, looking forward to playing that game, man. Really, really looking forward I, to playing I, it. I really couldn't believe how good it looked, though. Like, um, I wasn't expecting those visuals, especially if you go back to looking at Star- Stalker One. It's it's night and day, man. It's it's crazy. Um, it looked like there was some, you know, I don't know if they're using ray tracing in the game, but hey, if it's just SSR, that's that's fine. Uh, Smitty Smith for uh, Smitty Smith says, uh, "Love the show, Jay Fon. Salute to the panel in chat. Salute to you, sir. You're awesome. You, You're sir. always here, brother." Geezer Prime, he sends a super chat saying, "The diversity of this lineup has something for everybody. This will set Xbox apart." Very true. They had Absolutely something there for true. everybody. That's one thing I was saying on the RDX show after show is that uh, because somebody mentioned that they found like there was a few games that kind of put a lull in the in the show and they were just not bored, but they were just like, okay, this is a low moment for me. It nothing was really a low moment here. Uh, The closest I got was to Fallout 76, but that's just because I'm not a big fan of the game. But I felt that what they did show, though, was um, needed. Uh, showing things like Slime Rancher 2, showing things like that little game with the uh, animals that were just like throwing each other around and stuff. You have to have something for everybody. Um, or it's not really a, a, a great showcase, in my opinion. Yeah, you have to show some of these indies and stuff. Like, this is all something that everybody needs to shine. You know, these developers work hard. Um, yeah, I I was fine with it. I Did you have a problem with that, Rand, at all? No, Anything no, that no. they did show? I mean, a lot of people... A lot of people get in their feelings and they think like, this is for me and me only. I'm the hardcore and everything should be catered to me when like these things are seen and talked about by millions outside of this. So like, yeah, like uh, a family game should be featured, you know? So like, I didn't, I don't have an issue with uh, slime rancher two being shown off. Like I have a couple of friends who love slime rancher one who are hardcore to the bone and they're like, Slime, Ranch, Slime Rancher 2 was the best thing at the Xbox show because that's how much they love that. Wow. And these are like 30-year-old dudes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, my um, granddaughter loves Slime Rancher, so yeah. she's going to love and then, this And then game. that little, like, cute, like, little fighting game, kind of like yeah. Game Beast thing. Like, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Wasn't like, that, that's from the same people that made that other uh, human something or... Fall, yeah, Human Fall Flat. I mean, it did kind of, yeah. the physics kind of look like that. Like, it's yeah, not I mean, the same game, people? I don't know. I don't know if it is, but like it's gaming is for everybody. Like, so it's just like yep. Xbox. That's why, like, we have a lot of people in the community ask for Banjo to come back because Banjo is whimsical, right? Like, it's totally different than from like the Halos and the Forzas and the, you know, the, those darker uh, games. And people want that, you know? Yep. So, yep. I, I was fine with it, you know? Something for everyone, man. So, how do you feel like, uh, uh, Phil is feeling today after this show, considering the last couple of shows. I'm, well, I, I, uh, I DM'd him earlier, and uh, I think he's he's in he's in a pretty I think he's in a pretty good mood. Uh, he, yeah. he feels really good about it. Like he's I said, the you. Jeff Keighley poll, most forty five percent A, thirty three percent B. So most people feel that it was a really good show. Um, I, I think you're probably going to see a lot of people say this was best the best Xbox show in a long time, mm-hmm. and. I, I bet they feel really good about it, you know. And then you combine that with like Sati and Phil the other day on Thursday, talking about how they're all in all these things. It just ends up uh, as like a tsunami of kind of Xbox uh, people feeling good about the direction that Xbox is showing, even though they maybe not have like a million games next year. Everybody knows that you have all these games that are announced last year. And they're in the pocket, and they're coming. And then you had all these announcements this year, and they're coming a little bit sooner. So you gave an even you add just even more on top of the stuff we already know about. So it's like if if you were concerned, like I think, and 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 I get I get like I want to see gameplay for these games as well. Yeah, you know, but like it's this is a different Xbox, man. You know, and it really is. I think people it, it takes time to turn a ship around. It takes time to turn perception around. This isn't something that you can just Ooh. do overnight. Um, you if gotta, you really think about that, it took a whole generation. I mean, it essentially did. And yeah. I haven't really seen people being this pumped about Xbox in some time. And it was like the Bethesda acquisition. People were super excited. 
and that kind of you know died down as these things do but this show and then you i'm reading i'm normally from people i see that are xbox doubters or haters they're like this was a damn good show of course you're yeah. always going to have the people that built their channels and their personas on i hate xbox <laughs> and xbox who, who who need to pander to uh those people that will you know what i'm saying like you always have those but it seems like the public it seems like uh you know just a lot of people are just okay i see the vision yep. game pass is an incredible deal the games are coming they're exclusive you know phil talked about you know 23 studios and growings maybe they have more acquisitions planned uh, man, it's a good time to be an Xbox gamer, Fonz. It's, it's a good time you know, to be a gamer, period. That's you damn know, right. Yep. It's, you know, Chet Sandberg in nice. the chat said, uh, no low moments. Uh, Ayudin, sh uh, Shredders, uh, f that's Forza Horizon 5 and Redfall. Yeah, you're right. And there were so many other games, too. I uh, Shredders, was that the snowboarding game? Because I, I saw... Yeah, yeah. 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 so between Shredders, well, Shredders and what Shredders, we saw Shredders, from Ubisoft yeah. with the whole, you know... Uh, mountain biking, snowboarding thing. Like it seems like the SS Tricky games are coming back. Like it, it seems like so crazy that we're seeing these kinds of games. What's up, Ramon? No, I said I'm 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 so frustrated. Like not not in necessarily a bad way, but like okay, Shredders, Shredders looked like I don't is is Shredders an indie game? Before I continue, yes, yes, okay, it is. okay, okay. So that that changes my perspective. I figured so, but I just wanted to check first. So. Shredders, Shredders looks fun, but all, but if I'm going to be perfectly honest, what it made me want to do is dig out SSX3 again, because like, mm. I'm a huge SSX3 person. Like I just loved it. And the, the last one that was on last uh, gen before, uh, gen before last, I think, or last gen, it wouldn't, that one was decent, but SSX3, I just loved it. So Shredders, it looks fun. If it's an indie game, then, you know, I'll give it a lot more leeway, obviously, um, the other one, uh, I can't, I keep forgetting the name of it. And, and I actually like the way it looks, the one with the mountain biking and the, the, uh, snowboarding and the skiing. Yeah. Republic, uh, riders, Republic riders. Yeah. yeah. That looks like it'll scratch Something. that SSX, SSX, it, why can't I say this? SSX itch for me. Like yeah. that looks like that could be the game that can replace SSX if, uh, EA is not going to, uh, you know bring that back for me it reminds me like of uh, you know that that republic writers anyway was like kind of like the uh ssx tricky meets the crew like there's because there, yeah. you can fly you can do different things yeah uh violet femme in the chat says exactly this isn't going to be 20 games releasing tomorrow especially with lockdown out of studio yeah that's true um but yeah uh most people i think think of this show now looking back now just what an hour ago or so most people are liking this show they liked it they enjoyed it and uh, i i really don't see a reason to not enjoy what we saw today unless there was something that you were really hoping to see and maybe you were just disappointed because that one thing didn't get shown i mean for me personally with redfall uh the code name was omen mm -hmm. i was hoping that was a legacy of you and remake or you and, oh uh, a lot of people oh, you know yeah. you know you know what showed up fans that actually i thought was a really good trailer even What's though I'll, I'll probably not play it or actually i will was the Sea of Thieves Pirates of the Caribbean crossover. That looked fun. <laughs> you know okay, what I mean? So, like, yeah. I know Sea of Thieves isn't really for us, and yeah. people love that game, but I thought the way it showed up with like the Jack Sparrow and kind yeah. of sounding like Johnny Depp, and I'm like, that makes perfect sense for that game. It you does. know? So that wasn't Johnny Depp, right? Somebody was I, saying that. Was I don't know. It, 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 it sounded of, like it sounded him. just like him. Yo, um, if that's not Johnny Depp, then I gotta get a sh I gotta give a shout out to that uh, to <laughs> yeah, that voice, voice actor, actor because I've. I know, like, I've experienced trying to reproduce another actor's voice and style and everything. And yeah, I just, just thinking about it, it's, yeah, unless, it's unless, unless you have an, unless you are just able to do the voice, like I can do the, I can do the voice from King of the Hill pretty damn good if I want to. But <laughs> I mean, Jack Sparrow, like just shout out yeah. to that actor, man. Chet Sandberg in the chat. Uh, Super Chat here says Shredders is inspired by Amped, more realistic oh, sim. So yeah, um, that's that is interesting. But I think the other game, the Republic Riders, is more like SSX and yeah. those types of games. I'm really it gives off that vibe. That um, yeah, uh, Obi Wan's in the chat. What's up, guys? Uh, Violet, 
uh, Femme. We have uh, Violent uh, FC. We've got so many good people in the chat right now. Um, wow. Yeah, over 100, and, over 100 people watching here. That's Hit the good. like button. Wow. Hit that like button, guys. It helps me out a ton. Uh, I appreciate you. Over 140 watching. That's great. I didn't think we'd get many because so many people are streaming today. So I appreciate each and every every one of you that are here. Yeah, and I'm not on camera. People are like, what is this? Yeah. Got, you know what? Game this Talk is a different. Live, not on you camera. know what? This is like, Games you know, Talk Live, but it's right. a different edition because I, I usually do one on ones there anyway. Uh, when I do do a one on one with you, Rand, you are going to be on camera when that <laughs> happens. Um, it may not be any time soon, but it will happen. Uh, it'll, it'll happen at some point. Yeah. Smitty Smith says, uh, love the show, Jay Fon. Salute to the panel. Oh, that's an old one. What am I doing? Uh, anyway, but so regarding the show, like, I really like how they started out with Todd Howard. And, uh, you know, it gave it a bit of a different feel um, instead of, you know, the regular show where we see Phil walk out. They had Todd. They had Sarah Bond, uh, Pete. You know, everybody came out before Phil. I, I thought that was cool because it led up to, you know, hey, you know, the, the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, and then he drops Redfall and stuff. And I, I just thought that the way they did this was a, a good, like, really solid. Like, I just really liked the show. It was really good. Uh, did you th find that kind of weird, though, when Todd Howard walked out, though, Rand? Like, it, was it different for you like, when you saw that? No, because that's what I predicted in my video. I said Starfield and Todd Howard would be out first. So in yeah. my mind, I already had it pictured uh, as happening, you know? Again, I still say that Starfield, I wish they would have showed gameplay. Of course. Um, I think that, you know, they've already announced this game. So uh, as I always say, when you announce a game, I don't mind a trailer. But after the game's announced, you show it again, you better have gameplay. That's the one low I will say about the show. I was hoping to see gameplay. Oh, and if they weren't going to show gameplay, then I wish that Todd would have came out after they showed what they showed and started talking to you more about what the game was about. Yeah, like the, say, they're, they're going to do that next year. That'll be, you know, his typical 20-minute demo of Starfield yeah. since it'll, you know, be close to release at that point. Yeah, so. and that's that's all we can hope for now. Uh, and, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right about that. That's what they're going to do. You just um, made me think about something, Fonz. Go ahead. Shout out to Obsidian. Obsidian mm, is their is the best their trailer. Best, they they do their best the trailers best. and their soul their self aware humor. Just mm -hmm. is just it's, it, it was like one of the highlights of the show. It's like the devs do not have it, you know the devs don't have anything prepared yet. So here's this trailer. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's 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 incredibly self aware and they're also aware of how gamers respond to CGI and everything and just the way they the way they did that but that trailer just, looked yeah. pretty cool though i really oh did like God, it, it did. with it yeah i i think it's gonna get a, a facelift of course from the first it's it's gonna look about a lot better more money put in uh bigger worlds i'm hoping for yeah. uh, I, I think we're gonna get that with outer worlds too i love the first one the first one's great yeah i have um, i have that one i haven't gotten to it yet yeah it's 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 a great game obsidian makes fantastic rpgs man oh do they yeah I'm, really I'm good new, i'm new to obsidian uh, outer worlds would be my first one yeah. Oh, enjoy, man. It's got a lot of uh, humor in it and stuff, but oh, it's also awesome. got it's 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 also got that you know that combat and stuff that RPG yeah. elements mixed in. It's it's really good, man. Really good. Yeah. Um, yeah and those trailers were good. Uh, Grounded was the other one it showed uh, some yeah. DLC for that and stuff. Uh, I like the way they you can change the arachnophobia mode, make the all the spiders little like blobs and said, yeah, blobs can be scary too or whatever. That, that's, <laughs> all right. And then they were showing the chairs and they're like, yeah, because uh, a lot of you seem to want to sit, you know, and so they made chairs for the people to sit on or something. I, I don't know. It was just funny, man, the way they do that. <clears throat> anyway, so I don't know, guys, like uh, if, if you had to put a score on it, what kind of score would you give this show, Ramon? Oh, you're going to go with me first. Um, I would give it probably maybe a seven and a half to eight. And the only reason why I say seven and a half is because, you know, it wasn't an unreasonable amount of uh, CGI trailers, but CGI trailers just bug me so much. But I mean, as far as how the show made me feel, it was definitely in the realm of about an eight. Like, I really enjoyed it a lot yeah what about you rand you you've already said uh, i think yeah i was uh my initial was like an eight 
Um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it in 4K on my TV, my OLED. Nice, nice. Uh, yes. And like I'm already kind of feeling a little bit better about it when I when I kind of like think about it. So maybe it goes up to like eight and a half. I think it was just missing some big surprise, yeah. out of nowhere type of announcement to push it to a nine for me. Uh, but it was it I, was it was so solid, man. It was it was really good. And um, that's that's all I really wanted. Uh, you know, I just I just wanted a, a really good presentation. Tell me what's coming this year, and next year. Give me some Game Pass stuff because uh, we know what's coming in the future. So I, they 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 nailed it, man. They did it. Yeah, I, yeah, agree. I agree. For me, I, I'd give it a nine out of ten. I think uh, it was solid for me. I I wish, uh, yeah, if I, if if I could change things, it would be uh, show me some gameplay of Starfield. Um, but I think what they showed was, was excellent. Uh, I think that for me, out of, out of worlds two was one of those that surprised me. I didn't know that was going to be there. Even if it's in trailer form, uh, the announcement was cool. I enjoy obsidian and outer world. So I was happy about that. Um, it, it, there was so much here to, uh, to like and smile about, yeah. especially I, I think halo infinite really. And I know we already hit on halo, but just the fact that they showed Halo Infinite in such better light, and, and I mean that literally as well, um, it, it's so good to see that, you know, this game is seemingly on the right track. Now, we have to see what the campaign is about and everything, but we did get like a new Cortana there, you know, um, not Cortana, but it's, you know, whatever that little AI chick was doing there, but... Uh, I don't know. Did they say her name that or anything? Whole, that or was whole it just... trailer was one big spoiler for me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, it, it really is. But by now, everybody's expecting you to have already played yeah, the game, course. sir. So yeah. Oh, you know. yeah, yeah. I'm not upset about that. I was just yeah. I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I know at some point I, I'm going to lose for Cortana. I really like the fact that um, they did that, and it really did bring back uh, Bungie vibes. It brought back that old-school vibe of, you know, just old halo man and and if they're going this route and they do do a good job with the campaign with the story i'm gonna be really happy again with halo the multiplayer is is already selling me seeing that multiplayer in action i'm i'm in i'm gonna play it uh i don't play destiny anymore i stopped playing because i got left behind basically um when you stop playing games like that you know you it's hard to catch up again it's a time job yeah, it it's is fun, but it's a part-time job. But yeah, and I thought you know, today's show with the pacing was incredible. Um, I know we touched on that as well, but I'm just saying that's why I gave it a nine out of ten. They showed things that I wanted to see. The pacing was incredible, game after game after game, and that's what I want to see. Less theatrics, Ubisoft, EA, all of you other guys. Less of that, more games. That's that. That's how we want to see a show. And I'm hoping they do continue this forward at Xbox. I hope this is the style they choose to go with, you know, because it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, After this reception, I feel like Phil seeing this reception will definitely keep things going in this direction. Rand, uh, we're going to be about done here. So we're going to close out in a few minutes. Before Mm -hmm. we go, though, Rand, let everybody know, like, last words on this show. What would you say to people? You know, that maybe, maybe hating on this show right now. Uh, some the haters pe- out there. People hating on the show are going to hate regardless. Nothing, yeah. nothing I say is going to change their minds. They already have their minds made up. It's just us- usual suspects of people. It's like, whatever. Um, their hate isn't going to make me change what I think of the okay, show. Okay, so let me rephrase that. What would you say to somebody that's on the fence about watching it, but hasn't watched it yet? Would you implore them to watch the show? How would you get them to watch? You the love show? video games. Well, what's the reason why you you play this stuff? If you're a fan of video games, you should watch this because there's some really damn good ones. If you're not interested in the Xbox exclusives and you're interested in just like the multiplats, uh, quote unquote, there's a lot here for you to watch. The Battlefield trailer, like that multiplayer, that was a damn good multiplayer trailer. It was. You no. Know? Uh, Back for Blood was 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 really well done trailer. There's a lot of cool indies in there that you would enjoy. It's just it's 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 about being a fan of gaming. Like, look, yes. I prefer Xbox. Always said it. I'm the man with the million for a yes, reason. Yes, you are. The you man know? with um, the million. But I, I don't I don't like <laughs> I don't like to I don't need to uh, 
you know, crap on some, uh, another platform to, you know, basically make my preferred platform better. I like all of them except Nintendo. Nintendo can go jump. Really? I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I just, I, I'm just kidding. I don't. I just. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm not a huge Nintendo fan anymore, but but there are still things that they create that like Metroid yeah. that I would definitely I gave play. Them one last shot with the Switch, and now they got to do something <laughs> extraordinary to get me. Yeah, I, I feel you. But it's just it's it was just it was a, it was a really good show. Um, you know, I'm excited for everything that Xbox is doing. Um, there's no reason to be like Xbox is awesome and PlayStation sucks or whatever. Ooh, uh, Fonz left his own show. It's just me and you, Ramon. Oh, wow. So let's. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what happened there. Oh, there. Oh, that, was that was weird. That was really weird. <laughs> I w- we were hosting your own show for you there. For hey, a you know that's. Uh, hey, you know, shameless plug to uh, stream yards but damn they you know if you lose your show as a host you can come right back to it that's what's great you know that's cool. um but yeah so ramon like what would you say to you know a friend of yours that you know games uh might not have an xbox would you would you kind of talk him into checking it out maybe buying that xbox with the show so well i'm I'm coming at this as probably Rand's exact opposite. Like, I love games. I prefer PlayStation. And, like, Xbox has thoroughly impressed me. I mean, I am impressed at all of the moves they've been making to turn things around. And Xbox yeah. is is like a giant cruise ship like you can't you can't change course on a dime like you're you're like you're you're turning this big lumbering ship and turning it around correcting past mistakes from a different leadership and now they've they've come with this service game pass like i mean the thing some of the things they're doing are absolutely impossible for other companies because they're not a trillion dollar company so i mean but that said they're not just dumping money into a soulless you know uh service like stadia luna you know yeah um they're they're actually there's there's some soul behind that you know and i liked a lot of what i saw and i just at the end of the day i just like games and if a platform can give me a good handful of games that i like then i'm on board and everything that i saw definitely gave me confidence so if you know if i had a friend that was like yeah i was thinking about getting an xbox you know and then obviously after giving them the interview what kind of games do you play what's your preference blah 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 like there's i can't see a reason not to recommend an xbox if not right now then like say hey you know early next year if you if you're still wanting to wait early next year when all this stuff is starting to drop take a look at it all i mean yeah yeah, Uh, and and the reason why i asked you guys that is because you know as somebody that you know games on both platforms and everything uh i just see the you know people having more confidence in the brand now than in the past and i think that after the zenimax acquisition it started to become more apparent that yes competition is flowing from xbox it's it's starting to feel a bit different now we get a show like this it's really hitting home and that's how i'm gonna leave this you know episode or whatever is just that you know i want people to understand that we need competition in this industry uh all the people that love to hate on one brand or the other um, I, I wish you guys really wouldn't do that because there's there's people that play around and I whatever you want to troll that's fine but there are people that would like to see Xbox fail or PlayStation fail and I think that's just the wrong attitude to have as a gamer we're all in this for the love of the hobby um, again Rand doesn't want to see Nintendo fail he may not enjoy all their games or whatever anymore but we don't want to see anybody fail we love this hobby we, we want to see it grow and competition breeds innovation. We need more of that. And uh, I'm just happy that we had a fantastic show today. And uh, I want to thank Ramon for being here today. And tell everybody where they can find you, Ramon. And uh, what books are you peddling, sir? Let us know. Well, first off, thanks as always, Fonz, for having me on your show. I'm always honored to be on here. I think you're awesome. And thank you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Ramon underscore Terrell. And, uh, yeah, if you like epic fantasy, fantasy humor, like, you know, if you like Terry Pratchett or if you like, like, Wheel of Time and, you know, Ari Salvatore, things like that, then, uh, you know, I have some uh, some books for you. 
Uh, Wheel also, of Time, you say? Yeah, he has an excellent book out. <laughs> Wheel of Time, huh? Yeah. I've read all those books you mentioned, by the way. Um, well, if you're if you're uh, off uh, sidebar, if you if you wanted something signed by Brandon, I might be able to help you out. But um, yeah, so just uh, look me up on uh, anywhere where you buy books online, and um, yeah. So the Saga uh, of Ruination book oh, yeah. one is excellent. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Un- I just read that. I uh, Rand, you would like it, brother. If you yeah. if you're into that, is that my alley? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's good stuff, Appreciate man. That, uh, Ramon is a, is a, is a good writer. Uh, man, it, I went, I gushed about it last time. The way you write your characters, the way they're fleshed out in the story, the action in the story, everything was really, really well done. So, oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Saga of Ruination, book one. Check that out. Look it up on Amazon. Great book. Uh, Rand, tell everybody where they can find you, brother. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, Fonz. It was nice meeting you, Ramon. Um, you can check me out on uh, youtube.com slash randallthor19. Nice. So, Videos about Xbox, podcasts with Jez Corden, Xbox 2, and um, we are uh, going to be having you on on Friday to yes, talk about all this there. stuff. So that's going to be fun. Yes, um, definitely. But yeah, thanks for having me on, Fonz. No problem, brother. Thanks to the chat, everybody. Thank you so much for showing up today. I know it was uh, a different episode today. We had two guests, and I normally don't do that, but I thank all of you for showing up and checking this out when others are still streaming and stuff. I really appreciate it. Until next time, everybody, please just continue to be your great selves and uh, game on, folks.